The Trader Cobb Crypto Show, talking business in blockchain. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today's guest, look, I'm probably going to tell you the truth by saying we've never had a title quite so long. This man is the head of investments, technology, media, and telecom sectors at Leone Capital. It is Wee Meng. Thank you so much for your time today. Can't wait to rack your brain. Hey, uh, mate, uh, thanks for the opportunities. Hello from Singapore. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm very happy to be invited to this call. So let me introduce myself and where we came from and what do we do. So we are basically a private equity stroke venture capital company based out of Singapore, regulated by the Monetary Authority of Singapore government, but we invest globally. And it is a tech fund focus where we do anything. All the investment has to be a tech focus strategy okay so uh, let me just uh, give an, uh, a very quick introduction of our fund yeah so we are basically looking at investing globally we've got an asset under management of 1.6 billion uh, and we are heavily investing into us japan china india and the emerging countries like southeast asia and uh, some of the key portfolios I will be very proud to mention are companies like SpaceX. Yeah, cool. Tesla, yep. Alibaba. Okay. Cloudera, Palantir, and et cetera, et cetera. So if you will notice that the investment that we are doing is very much private, but looking at how to turn and skill disruptive companies into a global leaders. So those companies that we've been in has always been about five years waiting to help them look at growing their business and skill globally. And uh, I'm very proud to say that over the 12 years of our fund management experience, we have been attaining year by year over 70% IRR. Because we are purely not just a finance guy. We are a team of global managers that had experience in managing business operations globally. So for myself, I used to run Hewlett Packard Southeast Asia and uh, Oracle Asia Pack Japan. And I was one of the few pioneers who brought cloud computing, this company called VMware, into Asia-Pacific region. So, wow. you know, a uh, skill set like ours is pretty much helping disruptive technologies and skill out becoming a global leaders. This is what our trademark is. Yeah, well, look, I, I looked, first up, thank you for, for that introduction. Uh, I, that was a fantastic intro, a bit of your background, a bit of what you're doing. I did note on the website when I went through it, that, look, there's not a great deal there, and, and there doesn't need to be when, you, when you're in a fun sort of environment. Look, your positioning definitely is around, it's all about disruptive technology. Now, of course, you're talking about Alibaba, you're talking about Tesla and SpaceX amongst others. These are literally the cream of the crop, the biggest success stories in the world when it comes to disrupting their marketplaces. Now, I know that we're talking here on the TraderCorp crypto podcast and show and whatever else we call the bloody thing, but a question is this. 
you are starting to move into the blockchain space. Obviously, it's just an extended arm, like an octopus's eighth arm. It is an extension of technology using blockchain. Is it a big focus for the fund, or is it a little dabble right now as the space tries to find its feet? You see, uh, my fund focus on making business and direct impact using technology. Yep. So uh, literally, while we are really a technology investor, we not necessarily look at the technology. We look at how to solve the problem. So I think uh, at the end of the day is how are you going to build business model that is able to scale and create competitive advantage that is able to replicate this using technology. All right? So we don't necessarily go after the technology. Of course, we are in the frontier of know-how in technology, but at the end of the day, like I said, how it makes the business a big impact in creating competitive advantage. So for us, we look at sector-based. For instance, uh, okay, we talk about, you know, the space technology like SpaceX, right? So, you know, we look at where the upstream of the whole space industry and then we look at what are the problems that today this space industry has been heavily dominated by defense, government, yeah. investment. But today, because of new technologies are evolving, we are bringing this into a new evolution. And now we are able to even fund $5 million project to launch a rocket up to the orbit. All right. So game changer Reason why it's not because that's just the technology is because we've found ways to disrupt the market and solve really big issues, right? That is able to create values to businesses, to consumer and benefiting the whole industry. See, I love that. That's that the perspective you just gave is fantastic. I mean, it's very similar to the way I position ourselves with, with what we do in the sense that, look, I don't, I'm not a technologist. I'm not a coder. I'm not somebody who fully understands every single little detail of everything within this blockchain space, but I am somebody who's running a business and building around the ecosystem because just like you, in a sense, obviously about a gazillion or one point four billion times smaller (laughs) or at least well over you know a huge amount less of course what we're looking to do is we're trying to we've located a market that existed we're trying to capture a whole of that we're trying to develop that and what i see is a truly fascinating space and what we're doing is the amount of blue sky that is still out there if you look at the like the um the penetration of people inside of our space which is you know, digital assets, digital currencies and blockchain, the, the, the penetration is still so small. You look at the internet, it's like 55% penetration now with what, four point something billion users across the world or whatever the exact numbers are. We are down below 1% of that right now in this space. So the blue sky is there. The opportunity is there. There are a shitload of problems, excuse my French, and that's what I'm here to try and solve. So I, I, I get that. So we talk about a lot of those disruptive things right now that you're, you're looking at as, as far as space. You gave a great example there. My interest is this. I mean, what's next? What are the other industries, aside from you know electric cars, of course, we know with Tesla, uh, SpaceX, we understand that. What other areas right now are you seeing that are really open, really wide open to be disrupted? 
you know what uh, we are living in a very interesting world because it's so globalized yeah and and uh, you know there's so much of this uh, i call this efficiency that we can introduce uh, into a cross border right so you know uh, the reason why we are into the space into the aerospace sector is not just to build more rockets you know i want to just highlight that we need to at the end of the day makes this whole planet be a better world that we live in so i'm talking about the big picture right yeah so yeah of course look at it we've got very underlying technologies like cloud computing we've got blockchain we've got all these i think these are all very nice but people at the end of the day always forgot that how are you going to change the world yeah in this using this technology so we look at it from the other perspective right so we we look at it that hey you know um, there's so many people who understand technology now but capitalists like us our job is to shape the new world our job is to build entrepreneurs as good as elon musk as good as jack ma that is able to bring benefits to this whole world so our philosophy the principle of us looking at the deal and investing is to how create the value working with serious entrepreneur will tomorrow become the next jack ma and elon musk what problem are they solving not what technologies that they are able yep. to use all right and uh, the world is so small now and because it's so small we are able to replicate many things that we can do so i give you one example again that you know we are working with the space industry to create agriculture productivity to create food security yeah right, right. To, to 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 fight climate change and to to help humanitarian relief efforts yep all right so this whole thing is about ecosystem at the end of the day you know we create this technology leadership view an ecosystem that is able to make a big difference so just uh, since we are all talking about you know technology that perhaps like blockchain uh, you know we are definitely looking into the blockchain the reason why i look at blockchain is not because there's so many of these blockchain event is going on is because this underlying technology is able to help create food security all right yep go and and uh, uh, at the end of the day we are looking at the companies that is able to solve the problem you know there's so many of these technologies that they claim they know blockchain the first question that i will ask them normally is which part of the problem and which industry that you can solve to create an impact using mm. blockchain all right so you know this whole fundamental has to be set as a investor as a capitalist and also as a partner that we're going to work with you for the next 3 5 10 years so okay. this is uh, i think we lack of in the fund management market many times vcs will always ask okay about all these tech questions they will just ask the questions that hey you know how are you going to make a difference in terms of the way you create this whole 
blockchain's protocol, you create this blockchain application, all right? But many times they don't come from a perspective where what problem are we trying to solve? they are able yeah. to bring a blockchain companies to solve the ecosystem they are already in, right? For instance, uh, of course, there are a lot of investors uh, in the agriculture sector, right? So, the, you know, we, we like to bring forth that innovation of how working with the technology guys and bringing them to the ecosystem and creating a problem-solving project. So this is how we look at things. And uh, I was in Emergence uh, last week. Uh, I was a keynote speaker. And, you know, uh, one of my key message today is when Australia look at the first industry that they're trying to create this whole transformation, the first thing is to create educational workshop with traditional industries and let them understand that, you know, there are a lot of opportunities to transform the business. All right. Shape, uh, create the set, uh, no, list down the, the, the set of challenges mm. and PCs can work with them to look at identifying how to solve this problem working with technology companies like startups. So yeah. I think uh, it should be that constructive way to help create the new industry by engaging the stakeholders, which is the industry domain guys, the capitalists, and of course the technopreneur coming together. I hear you loud. I mean, it's what I find fascinating is a, that you've got such a broad outlook. Now, I, I speak with a lot of fund managers, okay? You know, by virtue of what I do behind this microphone, I'm interviewing a lot of people, all right? So I do speak with a lot. And often when I sit down with them, even if I'm literally sitting down talking to them because they're my mates or I've met them in an event or that I'm hosting or whatever it may be, often they're looking for three to five years. Now, you mentioned something quite interesting before, which is a bit outside of what a lot of funds, be it private equity or VCs, they want their exit, right? They're putting their money in. They want their three to five. So what's it going to be? Is it going to be an ICO or is it going to be an IPO? How are we going to get our money back out of this thing? You said before, and I really picked up on this, you're talking between you know, 5 to 10, 15 years when you work with the entrepreneurs that you're working with, right? So you're really building on that big picture that, that a lot of work needs to be done, but we're, we're really trying to make something completely special that will change the world or change the way a certain thing is done, therefore opening up the avenues for it to change the world further down the, you know, the uh, supply chain, so yes. to speak, right? Where are there you is. finding your investors? Your, sorry, not where are you finding your entrepreneurs from? Because you've got a pool of funding. You've got a long-term vision. These are two things that I can tell you people are looking for. How do you, you know, cut through all the crap out there? And, and do you have some sort of um, incubator program? Or, or do you have a, you know, a thoroughfare of where you get the people that you want to be speaking to? I mean, your job must be spending a lot of time talking with people, right? So it's, uh, basically, the way we scale our business, the way that we can identify the top cream is to build a partner ecosystem. Yep. So we do not invest alone. We That's invest with our partners and we also invest into the funds that we think strategically they'll be able to find, incubate those good companies and entrepreneurs on our behalf. Okay, so we look at the holding period of seven, ten years because we are not here to 
take the first round of uh, investment and we exit in the third round. We are here to build the company values. Yes. Okay. The way that we look at is we are the builder. If we don't build, then uh, basically we become just a transaction manager. So none of our fund managers in our setup looks at transaction. We look at building the values. And because we are able to build the values, oh man, can you imagine that, you know, if you were to go in, invested in Jack Ma in 1999, and when you exited and 2016 partially, can you tell me how many, how many times have you made is it it is enormous so oh, yeah. see, this is the kind of this is the kind of business that you want to because the more that you build this track record the more investors is going to come to you mate yeah we are and not chasing after scalability right we are, yes we are building scalability in, in investments that where the investor look at us and says that hey period you know i'm going to, i'm going to come in and work with you to help build help you to build expand your portfolios so when you say you, help, you come in and you help build with entrepreneurs, I mean, you are a scaling beast, I would imagine. You've got capital, you've got know-how, you've got a, obviously a very intelligent team. Uh, it sounds like, I mean, you're across, by, you're across a lot of different sectors within this fund. I can imagine you're a very busy bloke. I mean, when it comes to the scaling side of it, how much involvement are you looking to have? I would imagine it would be something like a board seat and maybe a chairman type role as an advisor, or are you putting... Are you putting dirt in the ground and getting feet on the, in, within that business? No, no. Uh, uh, again, you know, to, a lot of people get misled. You do not need to be in the chairman or what. You know, for us, our our model is to to put in a significantly minor minority in there. Right. All right. And uh, you know, we whether we put in as a spot uh, directors or if it's not. It doesn't matter. So long as we sit in the board as an observer to work with the entrepreneur and help them create more resources along. Okay. okay. Because I want to get my hands dirty, not attending the board, not sitting in the board looking at the numbers. I want to get my hands dirty, spending my time reaching out to the market and helping those portfolio companies Connect. feel like by building partnerships yep, yep. by looking at how to look at a way we could overcome regulatory more, uh, barriers, right? A strategy to overcome regulatory barriers yep. and look at how their innovations can turn into an intellectual property asset that will be able to scale out by doing cross-border IP licensing. And also help them to fight against the big giants competitor. Yeah. You know, so these are some of those brain juice that you need to provide to your portfolio. It's not those sitting in the board looking at the numbers and then correct that. Hey, okay, this is what we want. No, again, I must say is that our hands are very dirty building the business because we are the stakeholders of the company. And we hear a lot. Oops, sorry, I, I thought you. Yes. <laughs> All right. I was going to say, I, when I speak to a lot of uh, VC firms or you know private equity, uh, it, it does appear that uh, a large part of that 
is about the connection process. It's about working within, and often, you know, a, a larger fund will have different holdings in different companies for which they'll look around the board and look, I'd be doing exactly the same. And we're already plugging different things into our business and looking at the ecosystem that they control to a certain extent and have arms into and going, okay, well, does this investment tie in with the ones that I've already got? So therefore, by strengthening one, I can strengthen the whole other parts as well to help to develop and build something further out. Is, is that a similar type of strategy as what you're looking at in terms of the partnership side of things? Or? Uh, sorry, mate, I lost you for a while. I think there was some latency uh, over the line. Can you just uh, yeah. briefly explain the... So with a lot of VCs or private equity, what, what I'm seeing, the ones that I'm speaking with at the moment, what they're looking to do is because they have holdings in various different other companies, when they sit down and look at an investment, of course, they connect with people as well. So they're looking at it from a holistic point of view where they're thinking, well, if I, what does this business do? If I can acquire part of this and it ties in with the others, not only are you building the singular, but you're also building the other parts within that ecosystem. It's, is that a big part of what you guys are looking at as well, to see what connects within your already uh, established $1.4 billion fund? Yes, yes, positively. Uh, <laughs> that's what I meant by the ecosystem because, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yes, and uh, different investors has different appetite and uh, uh, pretty much they have been mandated in a different way. Yep. So our, our job is to get to know all of this, get acquaintance and bring in the right sources to them. And uh, that's why uh, I always not short of good deals because, uh, you know, we've got okay. a good partner model. Uh, people knows what we do and it's a food change. You know, yeah. VC sector needs to create a food chain as well, right? Not everybody goes in at the same round. Yeah. There must be different investors, different VCs coming in at the different stages, stages yeah. taking, on, take, taking over the baton yep. and then driving new values. Yeah. All right. So, you know, uh, we have been doing it with the, uh, our partners in the US. We've been doing it with our partners in Europe. And I think uh, we are Singapore-based, so that's why we've got more connection. We understand the regulation yeah. Uh, better than the others in Asia and more important is also the culture right yeah yeah and you're in the middle of the world so it's nice and easy for you to hop on a plane and be just about anywhere you want it's a very good place to be and a very good place to do business from so coming into that a little bit further when you're looking at an investment do you have the typical size minimum investment that the fund will make or is it um, are you open to opportunities how do you structure that when you're allocating capital? Right, uh, you know, for us, we are more into the growth stage. So we look at a, you know, from two millions to 20 millions kind of check size that we typically cut. So uh, for us to co-invest with uh, partners, typically the round is about 20 to 50 million kind of uh, funding. Yep. <laughs> so uh, this is what we do. Uh, but uh, having said that, uh, we are beginning to also pick, cherry pick some small deals at uh, Series A, if not also pre-A. The reason why is because, you know, like what you say, we want to stitch uh, things coming together. And because this is a very digitalized yeah. uh, economy, uh, sometimes there will be some technology will be very useful for you to construct the overall portfolio together. So we are now beginning to do that. So we have no issue doing that because uh, it's not because we want more portfolio companies. No, we want to have 
strategic portfolio companies yeah. that can fit into our overall value creation strategy. Yeah, and look, you can in that sense, I mean, if you get in at the right time, you can also help to mold the culture for, of that entrepreneur within their own ecosystem because I'm sure that many get um, a little bit pig-headedness. Um, it's sort of my way or the highway. I rule the universe. It's my business, so I'll do it my way. And um, most great business people that I know are the ones that are able to listen um, and really take yes. on board what's actually going on. Getting into that earlier stage allows you to – I guess mold a little bit more and the culture should already exist for a good business. And that's the internal culture, but that culture can shift if the leaders of that um, change are really invested in it. So I, I can understand why you're sort of reaching out into that earlier stage as well, that it makes good sense. And obviously I am here in Australia. We have a global audience. However, I must say we do a lot of travel here as well. Um, is there anything that's exciting coming out of our country that you're aware of right now? Well, you know, I was just in your country last week. I spent a whole week at Emergence. I've never missed uh, you. Uh, uh, Brisbane and Sydney. And I've seen uh, so many of these entrepreneurs that they've got the potential, right? So, to, uh, you know, if I, if I were to just, uh, just give you a key takeaway over what I've, uh, what I've uh, really observed, I think yep. Australia needs to have more VCs. The access to capital is still very limited. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of innovations uh, in the country. However, you know, I think uh, I would uh, encourage for people to step up to look at becoming more of the VC capacity uh, and uh, not just coming from the finance sector. I think, you know, people like uh, me coming from the technology sectors, I think people like them uh, uh, will be a good candidate uh, to really create the new era of venture capitalist industry. And I see a lot of opportunities mm. uh, and we are ready to work, invest, co-invest with uh, all these uh, VCs, uh, big and small, into your country. I think uh, Australia innovations can take storm, take the whole world by storm. It's just that today, the access of capital is very limited and uh, a lot of the funding is available at the early stage, but yeah. I see very little that is in the growth stage. And this is so critical. If you mm. don't take a companies to a growth stage funding, they will never be able to turn bigger. Yeah. And I urge uh, listeners, audience, that you are in the fund management sector, please address this gap. And I think this gap will help and turn around the whole innovation sector in Australia. Well, look, on that note, I think that's a wonderful place to end up. I mean, it's a great bit of advice. We see it day to day. There's an, an enormous amount of an entrepreneurial spirit here in Australia, a huge amount of innovation definitely going on. We, we certainly are the land of the people that what we see over here is have a go. It would be wonderful to see more VCs coming in, uh, some bigger funding coming in as well outside of just a seed round and maybe Series A going a little bit further into that growth and development stage, as you say, to stop Australian companies having to you know, 
look elsewhere, look abroad, move away. We can still do great things from in this country and still have an international perspective in our businesses. So it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Weemang. I wish you all the best with Leona Capital. and Thank you so much for sharing your insights. They're very valuable. I look forward to meeting you one of these days. Thanks for your time. Pleasure, pleasure. And also my honor to be, you know, in this call with you. And uh, please uh, remember us and, uh, you know, uh, we are very interested to come into Australia and, uh, you know, uh, possibly in the near future, you know, we should sit down with a group of uh, uh, VCs having a fire chat and see how we can work together ahead. All right. I can make it happen. I look forward to it. and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the show. Thank Bye you very much. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast is hosted by Craig Cobb. All Trader Cobb courses, products, and tools can be found at tradercobb.com because experience matters. Mm-hmm.